Bears Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Colin, here with my other co-host, Andrew. Say something. Let's go. Um, We're excited. Get back into it. We Get had a week off. It. Week yeah. off, spring break. We're going to go right back into it and miss all the news that we have, and we're going to get you caught up to speed. So, yep. why don't you lead us off? First off, first we know one. we're going to start off with a little snoozer. The Bears signed quarterback Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Uno, Andy Dalton's he's gonna gone. Be, he's going to be a backup yeah, quarterback. He's, backup he's never going to play. So, I mean, he's a little cheaper option than uh, some other guys out yeah. there. Um, I don't know. It's a backup quarterback signing. So, let's, let's go into some other notable free agent signing. Notable free agent signing would be the Dolphins signing left tackle. Terrell Armstead. What are your thoughts about that? Um, they have Tyreek Hill yeah, now. Yeah, they do get Tyreek Hill. Now, with adding Terrell Armstead, are they a playoff team? You know, they were I right think, on the edge. Yeah. And they fired their head coach. So uh, They did get rid of Devontae Parker. We're using older. We're going to cover that later. Um, Terrell Armstead, Tyreek Hill, must-needed weapons for that team. Tua got to throw the ball to him. They have Jalen Waddell, a very young guy. Tyreek, he's a little on the older side, but Tua's young too, so throw the ball to Tyreek. They said they're going to use Tyreek like a Debo Samuel, kind of like that, but you can't run Tyreek too much. You, you can't compare Tyreek yeah. Hill to Debo Samuel because Debo Samuel is a different type of wide receiver. He's not your traditional type of wide receiver. Him and Tyreek Hill are not comparable because just because they're fast. No, yeah. they, they both do different things. So I don't know how you could use him in that way because um, Debo is really great at what he does, and I don't think Tyreek Hill can do exactly what he does. No. Uh, another notable news that from the Dolphins organization would be Devontae Parker is traded to the Patriots for a fifth-round draft pick and a third. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's a. I think it's a steal for the Pats as well, just because they got to pick back with Devontae Parker. But also, he's on the older side, so the Dolphins could get or they did get future value for him. He just needs to stay healthy. We, yeah. We've seen this. He's a very good wide receiver, and I mean, he would have probably been a really good wide receiver three in that uh, Dolphins offense. But with the the tight end uh, Gesicki Red, yeah, and then. Uh, and then they have Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddle. There was really no need for him, so they trade him away to the Patriots, and of course the Patriots are going to take him because they need a wide receiver. This is one of their biggest needs of the season, but uh, of the off season. But he needed to. They needed to make a move. They made a move. Hopefully he stays healthy and and uh, meshes with uh, yeah. Mac very well. But um, I, I think it's a good move by the Patriots, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do in the draft. Yep, Let's... and next piece of news is the Chiefs signed Marcus Valdez-Scantling. <clears throat> see, I'm probably in the minority of saying, like, I don't like this signing. I don't either. I mean, I, it Chiefs... doesn't, to, to me, it just doesn't make sense, and here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. It just doesn't make sense because you had the fastest group of wide receivers last year in, yeah. the, in the NFL. You could hands down say that it was the fastest group of Byron Pringle, McCall Harmon. You had... Uh, uh, Tyreek. Tyreek Hill. Yep. You had a couple. All, those all guys these are guys. Gone. Yeah. All those guys. They're gone. They're now. gone now. Yeah. They're gone. And what do you fill them with? Marcus Valdez Scanley, which he is not a bad wide receiver. He is a more jump ball guy, yeah. but he's not as fast as the other guys are. And I think it's going to be a a bit different. Of um, I think for the first time in a bit since Patrick Mahomes' career, they're going to need to change the offense a bit. You know, they've always mm-hmm. run the same scheme like throw it downfield to Tyree Kill and, and some other guys, they're going to need help because they're going to double-team Travis Kelsey. And yeah. um, I don't really like that signing as much. I think he's a good player, but I don't think that they're yeah. really filled the need. I think it's a more net loss in their wide receiver room. 
Yeah, and, and adding on to that, the Chiefs did get Juju Smith-Schuster. We announced that a few weeks ago. But, yeah, he's a, another guy as well. He's, he got hurt last year. Um, he's going to be TikToking all over this field this year. But I, I mean, I think Juju will stop. Like, he's TikToking now, but I think he'll he'll kind of mature yeah, but, the fact that he won't TikTok during the season. And, I mean, that really doesn't mm-hmm. matter, and that shouldn't be speaking to how he plays in the football yeah. field. He's a very good number two wide receiver, though. He can't be a number one. I mean, he, yeah. he never really was a true number one guy. He's so a, who's considered the number, number one two. now? It would be Juju. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to say Juju is the number one wide receiver in the Chiefs. Um, and I, I don't like saying that, but, I mean, he is. Hopefully he can get open. Travis Kelsey will take a lot more heat this uh, mm-hmm. when teams play him. They're going to just double-team him a lot, too, leaving mm-hmm. Juju uh, one-on-one. So hopefully he can get something going. Yeah. Marcus Valdez-Scantley's got to stay healthy, too. He, he's been uh, a couple injuries here and there. Yeah. But um, that's what I think of the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a very... Very concerning for the Chiefs, especially that Travis Kelsey's getting older. I think he's, like, what, 35 now? He's the same age as Gronk. So he's getting older. He's been breaking out the last few years, but that's also because they've had Tyreek Kill. And they've but had isn't a it strange how Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey are the same age yeah. and aged completely different? Exactly. Gronk, uh, Gronk didn't take care of himself. He's just partying well, all the time. N- not only that, it's, it's just Gronk, it, he was hit a lot more. And yeah. when he was with in New England, they used him and used him and used him. He's been. If you think of that big dude, you're not tackling him head on. You're going for his kneecaps, and yeah. when you, you get constant pressure on that, that that's got to be hurting. I mean, um, and Travis Kelsey really didn't have that. He's kind of broken out more later into his career and kind of peaking later in his career. And some yeah. guys do that, some guys don't. It's great. Not to say Rob Gronkowski isn't a, a good tight end. I mean, he's just not in his prime as he was anymore. Um, so it, it's very yeah. interesting to see how different tight ends and different players age over it's gonna the be, time. Patrick Mahomes, like you said, is going to have to make a big adjustment. It's going to be concerning for the Chiefs going into the future just because he's not going to have that Tyreek Hill connection that he's had in the past. And that <laughs> He had Byron Pringle last year, but he was literally just a one-year guy, it seems like. But I don't know. MVS and Juju are both great receivers. Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have great offseason and great connections with them. But on to the next, where MVS came from, the Packers. The Packers. You're talking about their downfall here. You haven't on there. We love there. it. Bears fans. How, how do you think the Packers are in a downward spiral right now? Well, I mean, at this point, if you were going to get rid of your top two receivers, MVS and Devontae Adams, you might as well not have had Aaron Rodgers resign his contract and started fresh with Jordan Love to get that connection with Alan Lazard, to get that connection with his current receivers. But Aaron Rodgers, he knows the veteran quarterback. And he's he's going to have to stick with Randall Cobb and Lazard this year. Here's where I kind of disagree with you on there. I think they needed to re-sign Aaron. I think that was a good re-signing. I mean, they gave him a lot of money because he's worth a lot of money. He's a two-time MVP in a row now. Um, he's worth the, that type of money that he's getting. Uh, they're going to need to draft somebody in the draft. That's what they're, they're, they're going to. Go, they're going to. And the greatest thing about this draft is this wide receiver class is absolutely filled with talent throughout each and every round. So you don't need to use a first-round pick on a wide receiver, which the Packers historically don't use a first-round pick on wide receivers. So it would be interesting to see if they draft a wide receiver in the first round. My thoughts are they're not going to, but there's a bigger wide receiver class Mm -hmm. deeper in this thing. And I think if they get a guy uh, to break out as maybe a number one or number two guy to pair up with Alan Lazard and Mm -hmm. Robert Tunyon and tight end, I think that could be a – a, a very formidable pass force and very underrated that people might not think. And, and I mean, you do have Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and you do have Aaron Jones, and you do have A.J. Dillon, and A.J. Dillon is the one of the best backups you could have 
I mm. mean, he's a bruiser and he's he's very good. Uh, so I don't think it's an, mm-hmm. as necessary as the Packers' complete downfall, but I do agree with you that they lost some c- key contributors like Devontae, yeah. uh, Valdez Cantley. They, la- um, they lost their uh, linebacker. Uh, what's his name? Zadarius Smith. Yes, Zadarius Smith. Uh, and they also re-signed a couple yeah. guys. So I don't think they're in a total downfall, but I, I think it'll be a little closer in the division now. It's going to be a very interesting year with the Vikings getting Zadarius Smith and Kirk having a great year last year. And the Bears possibly, they're going to, uh, this is, like you said, it's a deep wide receiver draft. The Bears do need a receiver. So they'll have Daz Newsome. They'll have uh, Darnell Mooney, plus they'll draft a guy. So they'll have those young guys getting developed. I might be biased on this because we're Bears fans. But... Justin Fields will be in the second year. I think it's going to be a close number one running. I think it's going to be between three-way between the Vikings, Packers, and Bears. Do you, do you think the Bears trade up and get uh, like someone like a Chris Olave in the first yeah. round, or was, do you think yeah. do you think they uh they kind of I was kind of wait because yeah. I kind of like the talent. I, I, I don't was, yeah. I don't like trading up, and I I, I don't think mm-hmm. the way Ryan Poles visualizes his draft plan. He doesn't like trading up. Yeah. I think he'll he'll keep the picks. Chris Olave would be good if he fell to us. He's not going to fall to us in the second round now because of mm-hmm. um, recent events. But I think uh, you could find a, a good wide receiver to pair that's up with Darnell Mooney in the draft. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention later. The, this is a very, very deep draft. The wide, wide receiver, receivers. like you said, the wide receiver yeah. talent is very deep. So the Bears do have two second-round picks. What I saw, I'm going to cover this later again, is they were going to go for a – they're in the mock drafts. They're going for a tackle. Two, I, Tackle two offensive tackles. I heard two offensive tackles and a wide receiver in the third. I heard it's going to be two offensive garden a garden attack. They need that line talent think. because they did get uh, Tevin Jenkins last year, who was great when he did get off his back surgery. And if they get that extra help on the line to help Fields out and help him like stay healthy, plus he needs a protection for a young receiver if he doesn't want to fall down so quick. But I think they do need a receiver if they get him in the third because it is that deep. They could pick one up in the third. Another notable player that the Bears are shopping is quarterback Nick Foles, and I, I don't think you'll get Nick Foles off. Um, I don't think anyone's gonna want him. No, I mean nobody really is gonna want him. That contract is you're still paying him a bit, and the, the, probably the Bears are gonna have to eat a lot of it if they want to trade him away. I think he's a good guy to mentor someone like a. Justin Fields and Justin Fields said last season that uh, Nick Foles helped him out a lot. So I mean, uh, you you're looking to always shop him, but I don't see any buyers right now, and I think it's it's gonna mm-hmm. die down. But we might get something before the draft. Who knows? It's gonna have to be something like a sixth round draft pick yeah, or, like, or something something out yep. of the ordinary. And like uh, all those teams that needed quarterbacks, like the Seahawks, we we saw they're gonna be pretty much be invested in Drew Locke until the but they're pretty much planning for a down season. And they're probably going to draft a quarterback next season unless they draft it in this draft class. But then also, also the Falcons needed a quarterback. They got married. Well, I mean, the Seahawks, I I could definitely see Matt Corral going to them in the second second or third round. Matt Corral has got a similar skill set to maybe a Russell Wilson, and they could do the same thing like they did with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was a third round or second round draft pick. I I forget which one it was. But he was a later round, and, and sometimes with the later round draft picks, there's not as much pressure, especially from the quarterback position, there's not as much pressure to perform right away. Mm-hmm. With some of these first round guys, like you see like Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, they were all put immense pressure. And Trevor to, Lawrence, too. To uh, succeed. I mean, Trevor Lawrence will be back on his feet. Yeah. He's just too good of a player to not. But um, uh, they were sent immense pressure, and they couldn't handle the pressure being a first round draft pick, which I th- I definitely was going to say, I was going to say this later on, but I'll say it now. I think it's so good that these quarterbacks will go later. In, yeah. the, in my opinion, it's going to be 
I hope mm-hmm. it's not the first round. I mean, those quarterbacks want the extra money. You want to go as high as possible. But uh, I hope they go later because it gives them less pressure mm-hmm. to perform right away. And guys who, who are drafted in the second and third round, in my opinion, have a better chance at panning out mm-hmm. than if you're a guy drafted first yeah. overall. Because uh-huh. immense pressure, yeah. as, as I was saying, like uh, Mitchell Trubisky, number two overall, you also had to live up to Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson when they're balling out. That's like immense pressure mm-hmm. to put on just not only a quarterback but on a player like that. Yeah, it's a that's a good take because think of all these quarterbacks like Joey B. His first year was it was terrible, but then we saw last year after his bounce back year after a year in the NFL. That's what's gonna be with Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, all those guys last year that didn't do so great that have experience in the NFL now gonna bounce back like you're saying like Trey Lance he had a year to sit behind Jimmy G that's kind of what these guys are gonna do but they're gonna be put in a position I where think they could Trey Lance this. couldn't sit behind him a second year if, if we're gonna be honest yeah, he's not they gonna. can't if they won't get what they want from Jimmy G they'll, they'll keep Jimmy G I and mean yeah, you don't need to shop him I, was I mean yeah. if they get some team that's desperate for a quarterback they'll trade yeah. him but so they're yeah they don't need they can take their time and Jimmy G is is not a terrible starter as we all think he is He's very good, and Trey Lance maybe sit sit behind him for the first few weeks of the season, then get Trey Lance some playing time. But I I don't think the Niners are worried about shopping mm-hmm. Jimmy G as exactly. as the rumors were. And with other news, uh, Mile High Stadium caught on fire because of how how hot the offense is going to be this year. <laughs> with Russell Wilson himself, uh, I got a Russ uh, Russ jersey on right now. I mean. I guess I was late to the party. I guess he was traded to Denver or something. Yeah, you just found that out. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it's all right, Seahawks fans. Uh, feel your pain, but um, you snooze, you lose, and uh, Denver's got your quarterback now. Exactly, well, Denver's coming. What are you. your thoughts on that Denver team? I know they I mean, yeah. they had a video that posted out of um, Cor- uh, Corden Sutton and, uh, and Russell Wilson working out. And I watched that video. I mean, th- those are two dedicated guys, and I think they're dedicated to the craft of football and 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 getting those connections because we know those connections don't take. Uh, they aren't really fast to build and mm-hmm. and are, be able to work in the off season like they are right now. They might be a formidable force, and they could be a dark horse to maybe win that division. Yeah, that's a very tough division. They have to compete in. Um, but Russell Wilson, with that veteran capability, with Cortland Sutton and their rookie. Uh, the rookie mindset and being so young and being so agile, not like an older receiver. Um, definitely got that experience. Russ throwing to him, he could get up there a little more. His little younger bones in him. Russ but, has something to prove. I yeah. mean, he's never been on another team uh, before, so it's a new experience for him and a new offense. I think Russell Wilson, he has got something to prove. People, he did not play. He played pretty bad towards the end of the season yeah. when he came back from his injury. He's got something to prove this year. And he'll be a dark horse, or may I even say MVP. I mean, he's played I mean, MVP he comeback player type. Of the year. Le- yeah, comeback player of the year too. Uh, uh, he could win that. I think there's other players like that deserve it more. But I, I, I could see that happening. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, another p- piece of notable. I don't even know if we went over this free agent news. Super Bowl hero Malcolm Butler signs a two-year deal back with the Patriots. He's older. He's up there, but I think you could squeeze two years out of him. It's a great pick. Bill, Bill wants him he back. Knows, he knows the defense, and yeah. I think that's that's one thing why Bill brought him back is you got some younger guys there, and you got J.C. Jackson who just left the Patriots, and I, I do think he knows the defense. I I mean, I in my opinion, Malcolm Butler has has left his way to the bank with that interception in the Super Bowl because I don't think he's that great. I no. think he's solid, but I don't think he's that great to the point where he's gotten as much money in his career as he has. 
uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, some people's careers are made off of one catch and one pass. Like Odell, we saw that one catch. Malcolm Butler, one pick. He's getting so much money just because of that one moment, and he's lived up to those, or he hasn't lived up to those expectations, but he's made such an impact in a great game. Um, and like we mentioned before, Bears are shopping Nick Foles. Um, and then all NFL teams are required to hire a minority slash female offensive assistant coach. We're not going to touch too much on this because we know it's a sensitive topic, but I mean, if yeah. they got the qualifications, then go ahead and hire them. That's that's all. That's all I look at. Qualifications. I would say I don't look at people's race or, yeah. or gender or whatever. I just look at qualifications. I would say if they're a good yeah. if they're a good coach, then hire them. I would say in another hot take. I mean, I get NFL's trying to spread the gender barrier and all the like the racial barriers, but I think it's a great if the talent's there and you think they could hire them and they're best for that position, hire them. But mm-hmm. I don't think you hire someone for that position just to hire them for that position. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. But I think great job of the NFL trying to expand the gender role. And we're back with some Jersey news. The Eagles are bringing back the OG. Do you have the? Do you just turn on the Xbox? <laughs> They're bringing back the OG jersey. You know, I thought you had a picture. It's all right. No. The OG jerseys are the 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 green and the, mm-hmm. the one. I I just picture Randall Cunningham wearing the green, that, wearing with the, the green. white feather, oh, white feathers on the helmet. Those are some. I love those. Good. Cream skulls are better. Cream skulls suck. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're really bad. They are really really bad. What these are coming? Eagles OGs jerseys are coming in 2023. Cream skulls are coming in 2022. Okay, uh, uh, Malcolm Jenkins retires. Uh, very good NFL very career, career uh, and uh, Bruce Arians also retires from coaching, and but he gets promoted to the front office. And Todd Bowles is going to be their new head coach. That, what are your thoughts? A- uh, I think this was a little bit too late. I thought they should have made the announcement earlier, but I, I don't. I don't know. That's my yeah, opinion. What are, Bowles, what are your thoughts? Todd Bowles coached up arguably the best defense. The past few years, if they were all healthy, arguably the best defense, which basically what Ibrufus is doing. He was a defensive-minded co- coach going to a head coach, which is what Todd Bowles is doing, going from, going from a defensive-minded coach to a head coach. So great job for him. I mean, Bruce Arians, he deserves a front office job. He's got a great mind. Um, but, yeah, they should have announced this way earlier. Tom's going to have to do with Todd Bowles now, but Todd well, Bowles is a great coach. I think Tom and the rest of the team kind of knew that this was going to happen. Yeah. This was offered to him. I think the plan was to go as followed. But I think they wanted to create some parody, like not parody, but like make people think, oh, this is what the they wanted the news cycle to maybe die yeah. down a bit before they released that. Mm-hmm. And now that they released that, they're like, okay, all these other head coaches have been hired, so you're gonna go with the next best option is promoting from within. So I think it's a pretty good, pretty good move. I get where they come from. I just wish it would just tad bit earlier that we're too close to the draft now yeah uh, but i think that doesn't change their scouting and their drafting plan but um another notable news is for a guy looking for a team a b will not get ankle surgery until a team signs him a b well, that's not how it works <laughs> antonio brown not how it works you can't do that i don't i have no idea what he what do you think i mean it was a news story so i mean he's getting his name out there but yeah I, that's just not how it works i, I mean, s- I mean, you're just hurting your own career at that point. A.B. is getting older, but he's still explosive. And on a team, he could could really do some damage. Yeah, another team I saw is Lamar Jackson tried reaching out to him for the Ravens. They need that one receiver. I think Lamar could have him, but Lamar can't throw. I think A.B. to the Rams. Come on. A.B. to the Rams, man. They don't need receivers. The Rams are forging checks right now. (laughs) We're going to get right into that. The Rams, like we said. Oh, I just got a cramp. (laughs) We're good. 
The Rams, Rams like we just said. Bobby Wagner to a five-year contract, and he's getting some money, too. Don't know where the Rams are pulling all this money out, but they're pulling all this money out. Somebody needs to check their books like yeah. Washington faked their, their books and Dance Matters underneath Like, the- how? <laughs> I don't get it. How do the Rams afford arguably the best player from each team in the last ten years, like Matt Stafford, Bobby Wagner from the Legion of Boom? Um, like, and they afford a billion dollar stadium co-owned with the Chargers in LA. Well, it's not downtown LA, but well, still. that is counter as a cap. But you, you got the best defense alignment in the league. One of the best cornerbacks in the league. You just signed uh, the best Allen line- Robinson. You arguably one of the best linebackers in the league. You have a quarterback. I mean, these these things shouldn't be happening. But they, I, I don't know how they do it, but they're doing it somehow. And, they're playing the cheap way to win football. Oh, it is. I mean, it's a way to do it. Ever since the Buccaneers said, this is the way we're going to do it, create a super team, this is what the Rams said we're, they were doing. They weren't doing it all the way to the extent where the Buccaneers just went all in and they said, yeah. this is what we're going to do. They won a Super Bowl. The Rams copied that. It's a copycat league. So I, I assume more teams will kind of follow this. There can only be certain teams to do that, though, like the mm-hmm. the Chiefs come to mind. The You think of it? The yeah. the Buccaneers, the Rams, those are the only teams that come to mind to, that I really think can go that way and do that, like they have. But um, mm-hmm. you think of it after, I'd say three years once this Ram hype st- hype dies down, I'd say if you're Sean McVay, just leave. You're gonna leave this team in holes. You're not gonna have any picks in the, the next Rams five team years. Is not gonna not gonna die down as well as long as Matthew Stafford's there, as long as that team's playing mm-hmm. good. I. He's going to coach for a long time. He's a young coach, and he's passionate about it, the game. I think he's going to stay there. And you got to rebuild this team, though. After all these old guys retire and after all these guys leave, you're going to have to build them up again. But what do great we job say the Rams. about the Patriots dynasty? It never rebuilds. Yeah. It just reloads. Yeah. So we could be saying that about the Rams. Could the Rams be building a new dynasty? We don't know. I don't think so, but let's move on. Yeah, because next... another thing is Matthew Stafford's already really old when the Patriots he's dynasty not started. not really old. Come on. 30... Four, I think I got your back, Matthew. He's on the older side. Like <laughs> when Tom started the dynasty, he was like he was a second year, or third year player. Oh my gosh! Okay, All right. let's go to the Dolphins that re-signed Xavier Howard to uh, a pretty sizable deal. He is now the Five highest yeah. paid cornerback in the league. He's, he's on the great older last side. Year. He's great, but he's on the older side of things. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I think he's good, and you want to re-sign him, but that that much money. I have no idea. I don't think he should be the highest paid cornerback in the league, but you know what? I don't know much. <laughs> Give it to a guy like Jalen Ramsey, but the Rams don't have money. You know that. But, I mean, Dolphins building a super team as well. This AFC is going to be very, very, very interesting this year with that division and all those divisions in the AFC, but on to the next one. Another guy that might be moved on to the AFC or could be asking for a trade is DK Metcalf could be acquired at the right price. Of course, uh, with uh, Russell Wilson leaving, he's like, what the heck? Like that was my quarterback, yeah. and now that he's gone, you know, I I don't think DK is gonna be too happy. I I could definitely see him moving in the next coming weeks. I definitely look just before draft draft night because I think they'll get the most value for him then. Yeah, and I think there could be a trade, and we've seen trades Where? in the past, big trades right before the trade. I mean, if you saw yeah. Teddy Bridgewater last season move to the Broncos. Uh, at the uh, at the end of the where would right you see DK going to? I think DK would move. I think he's gonna be like a hot take. Yeah, like, we didn't where, expect we didn't expect Devontae to move, and all within like three hours he was from. Hey, my trade's open to a new team. Jets, 
Jets? DK to the Jets? Well, just because they're willing to give the, the Jets draft are giving a lot of money. I mean, they're giving a lot of money into a team that well, DK. It depends. I don't. I'm looking at his contract. If he's got a no trade clause, if he does have a no, is he still on his rookie deal? I think he's still on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. So he he has a trade clause then. So the the Seahawks could just say like, this guy, we don't care. We'll yeah. send you to the Jets because we're going to get the most from it. Uh, the Jets are going to give out the house to get a, a star a receiver. wide receiver, star wide receiver. Yeah. DK, DK Metcalf could be that uh, with Zach Wilson, could help that offense out immensely yeah. with Elijah Moore. But I definitely think that just because they're willing to spend so much money. Another thing is I saw Lamar Jackson again. He's talking out to DK Metcalf. He wants to get him on the Ravens. That's the thing with all these teams with already great quarterbacks. Like, the Jets are just a mad team. They got the money. But, like, the Ravens, who knows if they got the money to afford DK. They could, but they don't have the draft. Like, the Jets have enough draft picks to give to the Seahawks yeah. that the Seahawks could take it. Another po- uh, new notable news about retirement. Frank Gore signs a one-day deal with the Niners and announces retirement. We've seen this happen before with other NFL players. Notably, uh, uh comes off of my mind is Matt Forte and yeah. uh, De- Devin Hester did that with the Bears. So, you, it's becoming more common nowadays, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, Isn't that to Frank what, uh, Gore. Didn't Peyton Manning do that too with the Colts? I have no, I I can't remember. I yeah. don't think I don't know if he did that, but um, that is another bit of notable news. Uh, I'm gonna go through the NFL's top five easiest schedule, and you tell me which team could you see making the playoffs next year just because of their schedule. We, and we almost had a team last year like the Dolphins yeah. squeak in because easy schedule. Easy we were covering schedule. that. We were covering that too. Uh, yeah, when we started our podcast at first, we were covering the Dolphins if they were controversial because they had an easy schedule. The top five easiest schedules, one being the easiest to five being a little bit harder, you know? So top five easiest, one being the Washington Commanders have a very easy schedule. The Bears are at number two. The Eagles are at number three, the Colts at four, and the Seahawks at five. All right. A few things stick out to me about that. The Washington, I think Carson Wentz is going to struggle to get going, but having that easy schedule is going to be a bit of a momentum booster. They could squeeze in towards the end. I feel like he's going to have a Carson Wentz-type season like he did last year, doing great towards the end of the season and like falling off right at the end. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the Washington-led team by Carson Wentz. <laughs> to me, that just doesn't sound good. It doesn't uh, it doesn't appeal to me, and I, I just don't know what, what, mm. what direction this team is. I mean, they need to get a quarterback now. they got some talent. Antonio Gibson, Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. they got Chase Young. they got Montez Sweat. they got some dudes on that team. They just need a quarterback. That's and, the thing. And uh, that's why they were in the trade talks for Russell Wilson, even though Russell Wilson ended up going to Denver. Uh, I just don't see that happening as much. A team that really sticks out to me, though, has to be the Indianapolis Colts. Having the fourth easiest schedule is going to help them out tremendously. They got Matt Ryan this year. So Matt Ryan is the complete opposite of Carson Wentz. Frank Reich went in the front office and he said, you know what, I want the exact opposite of Carson Wentz. And so he got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yeah. Matt Ryan is no slouch. He throws a lot of touchdowns. And they got some weapons there. I mean, uh, Michael the, Pittman. Yeah. Pittman. That may be a fantasy football guy to get to. I mean, you and you got JT, so he can he can bounce off of a solid run game in Atlanta. Yeah. They've never really had much of a run game, even though at the end of uh, this past season, Cordell Patterson was a very good option for him. Um, 
But I really like this team, not only on their offense, but their defensive side is very good as well. I could definitely see them making mm -hmm. a run, especially in a division that's uh, kind of on the hinges right with now. With the Colts being on very close last year with a bad quarterback like Carson Wentz and getting a decent guy who has playoff experience and who's one of the Super best Bowl passers of all time. Actually. Yeah, Super Bowl experience, Matt Ryan, but we're going to talk about this Super Bowl <laughs> experience. Um, but... But I would say that is a great pick for the Colts, and they do have a solid defense and a solid team on their hands. So they definitely stick out to me. What about the Bears? The Bears. They came from a really, really, I think they were like the second hardest schedule last year, the second easiest. The Bears, in my opinion, this is a rebuilding year. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very obvious that it is a rebuilding year. I don't see them making the playoffs, and I, I'm just a very, very realistic Bears fan here. And this is—I've already given up hope on this season. Just show me some flashes here or there, win some games that are that are close, and and uh, give me some free agent talent next year. But I definitely don't think they'll make the playoffs. If, I think if, it'll be closer to 500, but I yeah. don't think they make it over 500. If anything, I think the Bears last year they were six and 11. If this year I had to predict their schedule, they'd be seven and 10, or they'd be right at 500 to me. But if if they make it any if the division's bad if the Vikings aren't good if the Packers aren't good I think the Bears could squeeze in the wild card but not make it past the first round of the wild. The card. Bears, in my opinion, will be last in the in the NFC North this year. Below the Lions. Yeah, I think the Lions will get more wins. I, at least in my opinion, the Lions are looking to build off of what they had last year. And I mean, uh, Dan Campbell building off of what he has as a head coach. They got some momentum and they got signed someone like uh, DJ Clark. You know, you got some guys there. That are hungry. Those guys are grinders, and they're gonna. They got an identity, and you know it's gonna mm -hmm. take time for the Bears and the veterans to buy into Matt Eberflus's yeah. system and the GMs. You have to build up those relationships. They don't take. They don't go overnight. They don't like become great overnight. Mm -hmm. I think this Bears team is really rebuilding. I don't see them making the playoffs. What do you think about the Eagles at number three? They they interest me. They made the they made the playoffs last year. Are they gonna make the playoffs this year? Yeah, another thing, real quick, I want to touch on the Bears. We know uh, we've set into this as a rebuilding year, but after this year, I think they have a good shot at being first in the division. But back to what you said for the Eagles. What? Were you, no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you think about the Eagles? The Eagles, I don't know. I We're going to get into uh, We could get into it right after this, but they did trade away some of their first overall picks this year. Do yeah, so, you want to go through that, actually? Yeah, really, now? real quick. They just did a trade. Um... They traded away two of their first-round picks the that Saints. they did have to the Saints. Would the Saints really need that this season? The Saints are going to go for a quarterback. We think they're going to go for a quarterback, even though in our hot takes we, I, we say they're I not. Think, I think they'll draft Malik Willis. I think they'll trade up to maybe 11, 12-ish range, and I think Malik Willis will still be on the board then. And I think they'll trade and get Malik Willis. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, you, Kenny Pickett is just he, – he came from a pro-style offense, but in my opinion, he's not as talented as someone like um, – a Joe, yeah. a Joe Burrow, he's he's not as talented as that. To me, he's a second or third round guy, but he's gonna end up going in, in maybe later first round because of the the need for quarterback and, and immensely. But with this trade, it it really um, mm -hmm. it really points out to me they're going for a quarterback. Sixteen might not be their pick to maybe get a quarterback, or maybe it is. Uh, but uh, I think they might trade up to maybe the 12 range to uh, kind of mm -hmm. package those up to the 12 range to maybe get someone like Malik Willis. But the Eagles are preparing for next season's draft, which, uh, they did, which yeah. according to um, a couple of reporters, they, there's a yeah. better quarterback draft class there. So Well, obviously, if you look into next year, you get the guy from Michigan, guy from Georgia, I don't know their names, and then you got Bryce Young from Alabama. All those guys were juniors this year who did make the SEC. SEC finals, um, but the Eagles received in that trade, this overall the trade, the Saints received 
the 16th pick, the 19th pick, and the 194th pick. And the Eagles received from the Saints the 18th pick, the 101st pick, the 237th pick, and then the 2023 first round pick and the 2024 second. So they're preparing for the future in case Jalen Hurst doesn't play out. They could get a good quarterback next year. They're getting some draft capital. I actually like this trade for the Eagles. You're not moving. You're, you're moving back just just a, a bit to 18. That's not going to definitely ruin your draft. You're going to still have a first round draft pick. You're, you're getting a first round draft pick. Uh, yeah, it's, it works out for both teams because the yeah, Saints you're did a first-round draft pick for this year, too, yeah, and the you're going to get a first-round yeah. for next year. That's pretty good, and I don't think the Saints are going to do as good as, as – mm-hmm. um, I don't think they're going to win their division, so I, I definitely think they'll get a higher draft pick next year. They are stuck with Jameis, so if you could get a guy like Malik Wilson, stick him behind Jameis Winston for a year, that could be great for potentially in the future. But the Eagles, now that I think about that, they do have two first-rounders. They had three first-rounders. They have two to the Saints and got one back from the Saints. So they have two first-rounders instead of – three but then they traded back for two future first round picks which is great for the future instead of spending it all in one year when the draft is kind of mid this year yeah de- definitely like that let's go to our let's just um recap how crazy this nfl uh free agency has been even though it's not over you still have some notable names like tyron matthew still yet to sign yet Stephon gilmore and, uh, you got knowing OBJ, our, knowing our luck he's probably re-signing as soon as we post this video but um <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. Um. Do you think this is the best off season the of Bears all just time? Just re-signed Justin Jesper Horstead yep. to a one-year deal that just released. He was a great uh, tight end. Uh, tight end two next last year, I think. It was behind Cole Komet, so he's a great guy. Um, he's younger too. Um, do you think this is the best off season of all time? Best off season of all time. I. I Arguably, I it, it's a lot of. Big name players moving to different locations. I don't think it's it's the best of all time, but here's a. I'm gonna pause on that. I'm gonna read this update. Apparently, the Ravens, per sources, offered Bobby Wagner 18 million dollars, fully guaranteed, at the signing over at, at least two years in his contract. He declined that offer with the Rams, and he he declined that offer to go to the Rams, and his contract only has 17.5 million. So he took the less for the better team. So he took less, less money to go to the Rams. And Baltimore's been kind of screwed. I, yeah. Nobody really wants to go to Baltimore. No. As much as it, they've, they've had problems like this before. Nobody's really coming to Baltimore. I mean, they got a, it's not like they got a terrible team. They got Lamar Jackson. But um, You think of it. If you're in Bobby Wagner's shoes, would you take a million dollars less to play in the best stadium in the NFL in warm weather with a great team that's won the Super Bowl coming off of a Super Bowl? Or would you play in cold weather in Baltimore with the Hurt Ravens team? I'm going to L.A. <laughs> exactly. No matter what situation, I'd go to L.A. I'd take the million dollars less yeah. and play where I'd he's like. He's got enough money in it. Yeah. It is, uh, he's going he, for a ring now. He's ring chasing. And it's not like he's, he's, t- he's got a that ring, much, but that much more. But he's got a ring. He's looking to get another one. Um, so this NFL offseason has been crazy. Let's go into our draft hot takes this is gonna be we've done a hot take segment before on the show normally during the regular season we'll uh, yeah. do a hot takes but this is the draft hot takes this is what we're, we're thinking is gonna happen and uh I'll, I'll lead us off no quarterback will be drafted in the first 10 picks for the first time in nine years and here's my thinking behind that the quarterbacks in this class have some talent like malik willis but they lack the ability to be a first-round quarterback. With that being said, there will be a quarterback off the board in the first round just because everybody loves drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. There will be one. It will not be. 
It will not be in the top 10, though. Maybe at 11 with the Washington, mm-hmm. or maybe a bit later, like we said, with um, maybe the Saints moving up. But I don't think you can look at that. When you're looking at a first-round when you look at a first round quarterback, you expect them to be a starter day one. Yeah. It's very much – some sit behind. A lot of them sit behind. But you're expecting this guy to be a starter. If you look at the quarterback class – Malik Willis is not coming from a pro-style offense. He's nope. not coming from it. He's from a, a run-and-gun type system. And it, he, it's going to take some time for him to learn. He's got the talent. He's got the arm strength. He's got the size. Just let him develop into the quarterback he's supposed to be. Don't rush him in too quickly. Kenny Pickett did come from a pro-style offense, but he's not as good. His, he he's doesn't slow have release. big hand size. He's really a one-year wonder if you look at his... his um. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, oh jeez, I had it, it up here right now because I was going to be really prepared. But if you look at his pro football focus grading, he, he really is a one-year wonder. And and when I look at a one-year wonder, that just gives me red flags because it's I just think of Mitchell Trubisky every single time. One-year wonders, you, I'd like to at least see two, two good seasons under the belt. If not, you're going to have a really good year like Joe Burrow and win a national championship. And yeah. he just didn't do that. So in my my opinion, he's not as um, talented as some guys coming out of a pro system. But I get to see somewhat of a hype around him. All right. My hot take is I think the quarterback that will be drafted, uh, the one I saw, which was a hot take from PFF, was number eight overall. Desmond Ritter going to the Falcons. To sit behind Marcus eight. Mariota. That they PFF said Desmond Ritter going eighth overall. I don't like uh, that. Desmond Ritter, think of it. Think of it. He fits like the Falcons that. scheme. Nah. He he nah. he came from a team nah, that's fam. had championship experience. He's the only he's the high he, he was in the Ugh. SEC semi finals. He was the highest he's the only quarterback from the SEC semifinals in the You didn't go to draft. the SEC. Yeah, no, the who's in that's the oh no, that was a college, that was a college was football AC. national championship. That's what it was. It wasn't the SEC. Yeah, my bad. It but was then not the national. But then I think another thing in my hot take. I think Kenny Pickett won't get drafted in the first round. I think if anyone, it's gonna be Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis. I think that Malik Willis has the strength. He has the but build. I think Kenny Pickett is number two. No, I think it goes Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter. Malik Willis has the build. He doesn't have the pro experience, but he has the build. And Desmond Ritter has the pro experience, but not the build. I like Desmond Ritter going in the second round. I don't think he's going to go number eight overall. That's that what PFF said. That was my claim. Massive stretch. But that's why we call it hot takes. We have hot takes for a reason. You got another one for us? Uh, yeah, PFF also claimed uh, at the 16th overall pick, the Bears are going to trade to get Chris Olave. To reunite him with Justin Fields, but like like we were saying earlier on the podcast, I don't agree with PFF on this one. Although people want to see the They're, Justin Fields Chris Olave reunion, it's still Ryan Pace calling the shots. It's Ryan yeah. Poles, and I think he's not going to trade. That's that's at least my opinion. That's what he made clear. He's really going to build through the draft. And that yeah. means not and not trading yeah. up to get people. But uh, what I said see what falls. is, if this happens. Uh, uh, Olave and Fields reunion would be amazing, but I think the Bears should keep their two second round picks because, like we said earlier, this is a very deep draft for receivers. You get some great talent in the second round, so if they're gonna draft a receiver, there's no need to trade up for that Olave Fields connection when you could get a guy in the late second round or when they have their second round picks, get a guy like a receiver and then build this connection with Fields because you see Fields and Mooney already have that connection. One hot take that I'm gonna have right here, and I'm gonna say as it is: if Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, falls outside the top 10 it'll be a travesty for every nfl team 
He'll have a chip on his shoulder, and he'll need to prove it. To me, he's the second-best guy in this draft, the best safety in this draft, hands down. I think he's a generational-type safety. Sean Taylor, Ed Reed. People forget how much a, how much a generational-type safety could play. I've seen him as high as number two and as low as it's 11 to Washington. I think he falls somewhere in the middle of that. I don't think he falls out of the top ten, but he's his draft stock has been plummeting, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. But this guy is good. The tape don't lie. He's coming off of an injury. But a lot of key guys are coming off an injury, like that wide receiver from USC, mm-hmm. who is very good. He's a very good jump ball guy. But um, you, you got some guys coming off of an injury. So what? He's a very good guy, very generational type safety. I don't expect him to go past the, the top ten, but if he does, man, that is insane. Uh, another thing I wanted to say is... It's not a hot take, but hypothetically, the first two picks in the draft should be edge rushers, which are Hutchinson and Thibodeau. Hutchinson likely going to the Jags, and Thibodeau likely going to the Lions, or it could go the other way around. Thibodeau could go first round overall, or first overall. But both the Lions and the Jags need edge rushers on their team. The Jags did already get linemen, so that that's why that uh, lineman who was first overall a few weeks ago went back, just because the Jags got the linemen, so they need an edge rusher. Now, I think they're going to get Hutchinson from Michigan. He's the best overall, I think. Another guy that I think I think the Houston Texans are going to draft the offensive tackle out of uh, yeah. uh, Alabama. I okay. think Third I think overall? Cross will be the third guy off the off the first guy off the board. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Houston win this Houston draft? Houston drafts third overall. Um, yeah, I think that still the first two picks are going to be edge rushers just because how explosive these guys were in college. Not I don't know about you, but I want to get a Thibodeau jersey wherever he goes. Hopefully he goes to the Lions. I'll I want get to get a, a jersey. I'll get a Kyle Hamilton jersey. That's that's what I really really want. Or I get a Sauce Gardner jersey. I'm just gonna they list. Do off. have the third overall? You're right. I'm gonna list off another one of my hot takes. Um, and these are just what I saw with a Bears picking or Bears fan. So I'm just gonna list off the Bears picks and who I think they're gonna pick. A, <laughs> hey, uh, the Bears have this uh, second, two second round picks, the 39th pick and the 48th pick. The third Ooh, pick I just got a cramp. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Holy crap. All right, the Bears have this. Oh. You good? This is, like, painful. You good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the Bears have the uh, third round, 71st overall pick, two-fifths, uh, 148 and 150, and a sixth round pick. I'm good. good. I'm stretching. All right. And then uh, PFF has the Bears graf- drafting a 92.1 PFF grade tackle out of Tulsa. Um, with their second round pick and a receiver and cornerback Roger McCurry from the Auburn Tigers which is the shortest among all outside cornerbacks in the NFL right now whichever team takes him will likely try him in the slot where he's played 105 career snaps as a result but I think he deserves a shot outside where he dominated in the SEC and other sources have Bears drafting wide receiver 5th and 6th um, and then a tackle 6th as well which you could? This cramp is it's crazy. It's it's alright though. We're good, we're good. Yeah, that could be very important for the Bears to draft. They do have second round two second round picks. They don't know a first, but Yeah. That's true. Is that it? Uh you have any more hot takes in yours? I have no more hot takes. You said, I'm gonna deal yeah, with I'll, this. I'll read I'll read off your hot take. Uh Malik well, Wills is not ready no, for I already that. did that. Oh you did? I already did that. He said easy opponents Ooh. and Kenny Pickett has hard harder opponents. Although he's small, oh they know. Did I put this one? Malik Willis is not ready for the yeah, NFL. Because it's not. 
not not mine. I already said my Malik Willis clip, so you're good. All right. I think we're all good. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the Anytime Sports Podcast. See you next week. See you.